bringing you the latest research, tools, and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy. It's Talk Healthy Today. Here's Lisa Davis. So this morning, my daughter was dancing all around the house, which she often does. She puts on her favorite music and she just dances and moves and we've got a trampoline. So for her, getting fit is not a problem. But so many kids these days are glued to their devices and they're not getting enough exercise. They're not going outside. What the heck are we going to do? I'm so glad to have back on the show the wonderful Hollins Lance Liebman. We're going to talk about kids and fitness and getting them to get off their rumps and get some activity. Hey, Hollins, welcome back. Hey, Lisa. Thanks for having me. Hello. It's good to have you back. So I'm not trying to brag about my daughter rocks. I mean, she really like she is just but she's super active. She's always been that way. You can't keep her still. She's moving and moving and moving. And, yes. I, you know, she's also on her iPad a lot. But one of the things that she loves to do is she makes videos of herself dancing, moving, talking, telling stories, but she's still always moving around. And Anything we can do that can get our kids to be creative, to move their bodies is so important. So what do you see happening and, and how can we uh, alter this with our kids? Well, I think we, we live today in the age of um, uh, the Big Mac syndrome in that people want it their way. They want it now and they want it quick. And I think with all the great advent of technology, I mean, you can literally run a business, a company from your phone, from your smartphone. But with all these great pluses, the minuses, as I feel as a whole, maybe we've gotten more sedentary, a little lazier. And I think... You know, to get back to yesteryear, I remember years ago, you know, I didn't like, like many people, gym. I felt awkward, you know, in, in gym class, you'd have to yeah. change clothes. And, you know, the whole thing could be very awkward. And But I remember prior to that, as a youth, as a kid, I would play, uh, like many people, kill the man with the ball and dodgeball or whatever you want to call it. And all these games that were non-linear, you know, unlike exercise where we'll do the treadmill for a half hour or weight training or yada yada, predetermined pathway, this was all nonlinear. It was almost like you were fooled into movement and you were excited about it. And I think we need to get back to that. If we can use technology to do so, I'm not a Pokemon person, but I think they had the Pokemon hunt using your smartphone. That's getting kids to move. And maybe, I don't know if they need necessarily to be tricked today, but we need to somehow get back to yesteryear where movement was fun, it wasn't a chore. And that's probably one of the best statements that I can make, you know, because it's from the heart. I think we just have to want to move again and not be tricked into it and when we're kids and we see our parents that work out like you have your family and they look up to you and see you work out they may be proud of mommy but they may i don't know but not necessarily want to do this themselves they have to find their own path and that is to me to make it fun again and exciting for their particular age group yeah i think so too although i have to say dodgeball i I practically still have nightmares about it i'm I just hated that game with a passion, but I hated anything athletic as a kid because I was skinny and uncoordinated and couldn't do anything well uh, athletic-wise. That's another problem I see, that, and it still goes on. You still have the kids that are awkward and not good at sports, getting picked last, and then, like, I, yes. I can't say this for all of them, but for me, it made me never want to try, and it made me hate it. So I wasn't as active, although it was the 70s. So I was riding my bike on the weekends or after school. I was roller skating. I mean, I was out running around with the other kids in the neighborhood and stuff. But when it came to anything athletic, so I wish we could, I wish we could, you know, change that paradigm and have it be like, okay, let's just all play and have fun and it's movement. And let's let the people who get picked last, let them pick first. Let, you know, let's, let's shake it up. I'm not saying don't be competitive. Well, I, I don't want people being like, oh, she's such a baby, blah, blah, blah. But, no, you know, I, let's, let's do it. So our kids have some flipping fun and not feel like I, they're just a loser. Like I felt. I, 
I agree, but the thing I think is important is there's always going to be clicks. There's always going to be, you know, I'm stronger than yeah. you, this and that. And that really sucks when you're growing up, but especially when you're on the, yeah. the receiving end and you're not an elite. But everyone has an imagination. And I remember having friends that were Dungeons and Dragons players and all this, and we would go on quests in the yeah. forest. We would take a stick. That's awesome. Would, you know, pretend it was like a sword or something, you know, and go and, and, and fight sorcerers and wizards and, and whatever, you know, and that's exercise. You know, we would go in the forest for hours and I would be sweaty and a mess and muddy and mom would be like, you need to shower and or bathe at that point, which <laughs> I didn't want to do. And that's another story, you know, but, but my point is, is no, I don't think everybody is cut out or suitable or wanting to do the organized team sports and stuff. And that's fine. You know, there's individuality, but if we can get a kid excited in some capacity about movement, you know, again, this quest in the forest, or a dodgeball, maybe not a kill the man with the ball, but just a, you know, something. There's something out there that appeals to everybody. And, um, you know, because even as a kid, when you're sitting down sedentary and playing the video games for hours, after a while, you kind of feel lethargic. And even as a kid, something doesn't feel right. So you want to get up and move about. And what I'm trying to say is in any capacity you can, there's so many viable ways. I mean, I tried out for, um, I had parents that were just glorious. They paid for anything as long as I'd want to try it. And I tried football. And I'm one of those guys that I hated it. I didn't like being told what to do. I was made fun of. Uh, my pa- I remember my pants were falling down one day. And, uh, you know, kids can be pretty mean. And that wasn't for me. Oh, yeah. But my way, I was one of those Dungeons and Dragons kids and going on a quest. Yeah. And, and then one day, uh, a little bit older, I discovered weight training simply because, um, you know, my story of being bullied like many people out there. And I thought it was the one awesome way to, to uh, I was a desperate kid to build some confidence. And that was my way. So perhaps kids find a nonlinear path at first, fall in love with something, movement of you know whatever kind, and maybe later they'll get into more of an organized uh, approach as we may follow today. But my, my point is, start somewhere, find something. I think it's fine to uh, allocate some time to video games and you know sedentary. I remember sure. reading the you know, choose, choose Your Own Adventure books for hours, you know, sitting there on my butt and eating Cheetos and junk like that, but... There was also a part of me as a kid, whether I knew it conscious or unconscious, that I would get up, I'd want to go on wizard quests with my friends and move about. And um, that's within all of us. Yeah, it really is. And I think we have to be parents, too. I think we need to set time limits on the devices and say, get 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 out of the house. Go do something. Go run around. And you know what? As a parent, go run around with them. You know, well, I don't even play with or this and yeah. that. Hey, mom, dad, can you come on a bike ride with me? Don't say unless you're injured you know, or, or there's like an absolute emergency, just don't say no, just go. Because if you're not setting a good example, and then you want them to do it, it's like that don't what does that do as I say not as I do or whatever that expression is, I don't even know if I'm using that right. Yeah, but yes, just go with yeah, them. Yeah. So I'll go with them. My 84 year old grandfather, uh, excuse me, not my grandfather, my daughter's grandfather, my father in law, he'll go ride the bike with my daughter when she wants to go if, if her friends are busy, or she doesn't want to go by herself. It's important. We, we've got to move and we've got to move with them. And we have to set limits too. And like I said, I'm lucky because she mostly runs around. So I, I don't have to worry. But there are kids who really don't want to or don't like movement or have other issues about being outside or bugs or who knows, right? There'll be more from our guest in the moment. In the meantime, I wanted to tell you about Tea Me Blends. I love that name, Tea Me Blends, because guess what? It's about you. Now, 
One of the great things about Tea Me, it's not just a tea, it's a lifestyle. It's a 30-day program. It's easy and everyone can do it. It doesn't matter what your fitness level. All you have to do, you drink your Tea Me Skinny in the morning and drink the colon cleanse every other night. It's super easy. It's really, really good for your body and it's super helpful. And one of the things that I love about it is that it tastes great. You know, you want to be doing these things. You want to make sure that it tastes good. You know, one of the great things about it is it helps get rid of bloating. You feel more energetic and it's really great for weight loss. So I encourage everyone to check them out. And if you want 15% off, off your order, go to teamyblends.com. That's T-E-A-M-I blends.com and use the promo code TALKHEALTHY at checkout. Again, that's teamyblends.com. Use the promo code TALKHEALTHY at checkout and get 15% off your order. Two points that I just thought of because my mind's always going and since we're having this awesome discussion, sure. there's two things. You, I know you're an avid uh, animal lover. I know it because you post beautiful yes. pics all the, all the time of, of your family <laughs> and your dog. And yeah. another thing is who doesn't like to go to the park with their dog and run around a little bit? Now, yeah, we don't want to clean up right. poop and all that. You know, great. I certainly sure. left a log or two in my, in my past. But my point is... <laughs> Without being too explicit. No, you got to pick up your poop. Hollis, pick up your poop. You do. (laughs) I'll I'll work on it. Actually, I've been better. I was in the past. This may have happened. May or may not. Anyway. May, may, yeah. My point is take the dog to the park, (laughs) the dog to the park or on a walk. I mean, this is fun, fun exercise. And another thing, too, is kids are real smart. Um, And whether you know it or not, I mean, I grew up in a largely obese uh, household. And even my extended family, a lot of them were obese. And I knew that something wasn't normal about this. And I'm not saying this in a derogatory way. I'm saying this in a life-saving way. And as a kid, in my case, thank God, I just fell in love with the the He-Man cartoons and muscles. And I thought that was cool. I could change my body. But um, uh, what was my point there? Kids are smart. And they will see if they're surrounded by uh, maybe diabetes or disease or obesity that hopefully they'll pick up on it and and learn real early that, this is within my power to change this. And maybe subconsciously that'll get them to move a little bit more. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. It's just so important. We just have to get out there. And like I said, get out there with them. And then watch also, I mean, going into food too. That That's a part of fitness in terms of like, watch what you're having in the house. And there's so much mindless eating going on with the television and the devices. There is. And you know, I had, um, I was talking to two ladies yesterday who are neophytes, brand new to the gym, and I was I wanted to be very empathetic. That could be an intimidating place, and my job is to you know make people comfortable and teach them. And my point is, I said whether you train or not, please want. And I don't like to tout a lot of films to watch, but there was a movie a couple of years ago called Fed Up that came out. Um, in my opinion, this is the greatest oh, film on nutrition awesome. ever because it it, devel- it delves into what's going on with with uh, with eating today, especially with the youth and the development of diabetes, it just, it breaks it down in such simplistic terms that will stick with you for life. So if I'm able to, and I don't get paid to say this, but if I'm able to plug anything, it's, it's this movie, your listeners should really see this movie fed up. It is a beautiful documentary, and I think it should be mandatory viewing in schools. That's my opinion. Yeah, I feel the same way. It was fantastic. Fantastic. You know, it's yeah, so and important. It's, and I remember, yeah. um, go ahead, please. Oh, no, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, um, uh, like millions of kids, you know, I remember growing up and I'd have the devil dog in my lunch and the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And, <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think a lot of times kids, kids, I think just know I got to eat so I can move. And then yeah. one day I saw a kid eating a little different at school and he was leaner and more defined than any of us and had more lean muscle mass. And he was eating, I remember looking, I'm like, what is he? He was eating like chicken breast and 
yams and asparagus, and this is in like high school. And I started learning the value of, wow, what we put in our body truly affects how we look, how we feel, and how we perform. And it's amazing the, the direct connection between eating and performing and living. And it all works, you know, synergistically together. And kids may not care, and that's, I think, a normal part of being a child until it perhaps affects you later in life. And, you know, the saying, you don't know it until, I'm actually screwing this up, but, you know, as a kid, you try to tell a kid generally something, and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then one day you grow yeah. up and you're like, oh, they were right. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. So um, it's just so important, that, you know, and to have fun with it, too. I am not suggesting that children should eat skinless chicken breasts and yams and asparagus, but some kind of an understanding of <laughs> what you put in your body fuels you, you know, is really uh, important to understand. And... Um, I'm fond of saying the expression, you know, by any means necessary. Move by any means necessary. Get some kind of good nutrition in you by any means necessary. Have fun with it. The cool thing about being a kid, you don't have to have all these rules and parameters. You know, it's like an adult with our busy schedules. We're very locked in and set. You know, I have to eat. I have to do this. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. Uh, I certainly wish I could go back to a good game of kill the man with the ball, but I can't. <laughs> oh my gosh, not me. I'm, I'd be I'd be just tearing <laughs> off in the other direction. Uh, although I run really slow, so they'd probably all catch me and make me play. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about this movie, Fed Up, just to tell people that uh, they describe it as an examination of America's obesity epidemic and the food industry's role in aggravating it. Like, you, big time, the food industry. Oh, it's, it's just ridiculous. I also want to mention on fedupmovie.com, they have a Fed Up Back to School Challenge. Um, there's some great stuff. Yeah, that movie is fantastic. You know, it's it's funny, too, because... When I was in ninth grade uh, in a health class, they showed uh, how much sugar was in a Pepsi. And I, I, it, to see it and like how they were like slowly filling up the bottle. And this was back in the 80s. So this was I think it was 16 yeah. tablespoons back then. It's probably more now. And wow. I just was so disgusted. I was completely disgusted. And that was it. That I was like, oh, now I was starting to get more health conscious, but it was but it was just starting to like think about it. But it wasn't until I was 17 that I was really like done with fast food and everything else but it really got me yeah. thinking and i that's what's so important when kids can see and when they and when they're they see they're being manipulated like i used to work in tobacco prevention and education and that's what would piss them off the most they don't get the the wrinkles and the death you know, but they got it when i would yeah. say they think you're stupid they're manipulating you and they're like f yeah, that they, they, you know they, <laughs> and that's they, what the industry they, does they try to hook you, you know, as youths with the really cool little carton boxes with the cool cartoon characters, and they try to, you know, hook you for life, and it's a business yep. for them. And, uh, you know, what they want is, like, strung out, not strung out, but they want, you know, essentially sure. addicts. Or, uh, I'm not a therapist to say that word, but, you know, they want the, the no, I know what you mean. these products, you know, for life. And in my own case, I remember seeing the real effects of sugar when my first bodybuilding show I was eating, I remember yams from a can because I was too lazy to cook them or whatever, but they were filled with sugar. And I remember my nutritionist or my, I had a person that was really kind to help me uh, learn about nutrition, you know, growing up my early years of competing. And he's like, dude, switch to freaking, you know, regular yams. And I got to tell you, within a week of eating them without lace with sugar, I got so much leaner. And it's when you see the real true effects of what sugar does to the body. My fat burned off. And I mean, I, you know, I wound up winning the show and it's all good and everything, but nutrition is just, I don't think kids, I certainly didn't care. I mean, if you, if I was a kid again and you would tell me, you know, this is bad for you, this now, I'd be like, great, I'll have double devil dogs or whatever. But when yes. you really yes. see that you can only get away with it for so long and you start to become an adult, that it affects everything, 
you know, you're, it's really an eye-opener. And, you know, they say youth is wasted on the youth or whatever the saying is. It might be true. Yeah. Thank goodness there's time to learn and to make better choices and to, um, you know, my parents aren't, in, aren't here anymore, I think largely due to, to, to poor health. Mm. They took care of my brother and I, but neglected themselves. Yeah. And it's like if you're on a plane mm. and it's going down, God forbid, the right thing is for the mother or the father or the parent to put oxygen first for them or they can't help other right. people. And my parents helped us, but at the expense of themselves. And I guess what I'm trying to say is nutrition and the body and movement and activity are all within our power. And we got one body, one body, yep. people. Yep. It's not like a car where you can go replace <laughs> it. This is it. Take care of it. You know, love the body. It's a beautiful thing. The fact that we can, you know, move. I mean, and, and this is a quick segue, but, you know, like you, I sure. love dogs. I on Instagram yesterday, and I saw a, a posting about a dog, a little baby girl, and some person may have broken both of her front uh, legs. And it, it really affected me in a bad way. And um, I didn't know I was going to talk about this on your show today, but um, uh, I immediately donated, and um, I actually just forgot my point. I'm sorry. I had a point. I just it's so bad. I really had a point. No. Where I was going. Um, but through no fault of her own, you know, the dog, the dog, and someone may have done this. I'm not, I don't know for sure, but thank God they got emergency vet surgery. And, you know, I put on my Instagram today and Twitter and everything to ask donations, help in any way you can. But humans have a choice. Animals yes. do not. That's what I think I'm trying to say and is, is uh, take care of your body. Move a little. You know, the other thing, too, yeah. I think is people, they get gung-ho and they're like, I'm going to go to the gym for hours a day. No. Go to the gym. Less is more. Before you hit 80 on the highway, you've got to hit 40. You do it slow. If we can have a little fun with it, fantastic. So that's my point. I'm rambling. But <laughs> no, I like it. Hollis, I love listening to you. Okay. Unfortunately, our time is up. So tell us all the ways we can find you in your amazing books on social media. And uh, Amazon, you know, basically, uh, HollisWasHere.com or HollisLiebman.com has everything about me. You know, and if I may say, if any listeners want to donate, it doesn't go to me. It goes to the L.A. Animal Rescue at donate at laar.org. And anything you can give under friends and family, this money goes to a $3,000 bill and that was discounted for surgery to save this poor little girl's life this dog's life so she can hopefully heal and trust again and um you know again animals don't have a choice mm -hmm. we do that is so true hollis i want to thank you so much we always have such a great time here follow me health media gal the number one also go to it's your health with lisa davis.com to find out everything talk healthy today thanks for listening and stay well